Okay, we're going to continue with uh, Inyanim relating to Sukkis in Tamil Halach Shir. So the Shulcharach Pask in the let's start with the Gemara. The Gemara in Sukkot of Chavav Amral tells us Tan Rabban we have a Brisa. Ochun Achilas Arayichutz Sukkah ve'Ein Yishenim Shinas Arayichutz Sukkah. Person is allowed to have a snack outside of the Sukkah, but a person is not allowed to sleep even a nap outside of the Sukkah. My time, why can't you take a nap outside of the sukkah? We're afraid that if you take a nap outside of the sukkah, that you're going to fall asleep for good, meaning really naps should have been allowed outside of the sukkah, but we're afraid you're going to fall asleep uh, for a longer period of time. The Gemara is another day uh, that ain't keva l'shena, that there's no such thing as, uh, as, as a short nap, meaning by snacks, so less than a certain shear is called a snack, is not called a meal. But by sleeping, there is no shear of what could uh, be, be defined specifically as a uh, short sleep or a long sleep. Sometimes you need a short sleep, sometimes you need a long sleep. And, you know, power nap sometimes gives you more energy than a whole night's sleep sometimes will give you. So there's no real shear for a nap. So that's why the Allah is in Shulchan Aruch, in Simon Tafresh, Lamites, Sif Beis, Ochlum V'Shosim V'Shenim B'Sukkah Kol Shiva, Bein Be'yom Bein Belayla, Ve'ein Y'Shenim Chutz L'Sukkah Afilu Shina Sarai. One is not allowed to sleep outside of the sukkah even a little bit. Even though you're allowed to snack outside of the sukkah, you're not allowed to take a nap outside of the sukkah. So here's the this is the issue I wanted to discuss today. Is there any uh, why is it that so many people are knowing uh, here in America not to sleep in the sukkah? And is there any way that maybe um, maybe we could be mlamitzchus or maybe not? Maybe we should dafka and even if we can be mlamitzchus. Should we dafka try to make sure that we do sleep in the uh, in the sukkah? Um, so let's, uh, let, let's, let's, now clearly based on the Shulchan Aruch, it seems clear that uh, you're not allowed to sleep at all outside of the sukkah. However, Primagadim writes that even though you're not allowed to take a nap outside of the sukkah, if it's a very, very short nap, less than the amount of time it takes to walk 100 amos, then you're allowed, to, that's not even a Shemus that you're allowed to do outside of the sukkah. The Rai is against that. The Balamar writes in uh, the end of Masechus Pesachim, Balamar wonders, why is it that we make a bracha on sukkah, kol shiva, but we don't make a bracha on matzah, kol shiva? Right? The, why is it that we make a bracha on sukkah all seven days but not matzah? So he says, because even though you're not allowed to eat chametz all seven days of Pesach, you don't have to eat matzah. You could eat peros, you could eat other things, you could eat potatoes all the time, and you'll still survive. But outside, you're never going to be able to survive outside of the sukkah for all seven days because you're going to have to sleep eventually. And true, you can eat foods that you don't need to eat in the sukkah, but eventually you're going to have to sleep. You're going to have to take some sort of tiny nap, and that needs to be in the sukkah. You can't live without sleeping for seven days, says the Balamar. So the implication of the Balamar is no matter how short the sleep is, it needs to be in the sukkah because you could live for seven days by taking very, very brief naps that are even less than 100 amos. That's what the Gemara Sukkah, Daphne and Gimel, describes by the that they would uh, just nap on each other's shoulders for as they were uh, going around in the circles. And that would, that would keep them going for days like that. So, sounds from the Balamar against that, uh, that Prima Gadim, that, uh, that even the tiniest naps, and Pashpshat in the Gemara and the Shulchan Aruch, is that even the tiniest naps have to be taken in the Sukkah. Um, now, the uh, Ramah writes that in, in uh, Yesh, the Ramah writes, mm-hmm. the fact that nowadays we're making with this, mm-hmm. unbelievable, Ramah writing in Poland says that there were some people that are medactic in mitzvahs that would still sleep in the sukkah, but why doesn't everybody else? So he says, because it's freezing cold. It's, it's freezing cold. It's tremendous sad to sleep in the sukkah. Meaning, the primary rule of sukkah is Teshvu Kein Taduru. 
Sukkot Teishu. So how do you sit in Sukkot? The same way you live in your house. If it would be 20 degrees below zero in your house, you'd find somewhere else to stay for the night. You wouldn't sleep in your house. So when it's 20 degrees below zero in your sukkah, you find somewhere else to go sleep in the sukkah. That, that, that's one, one svar lahaka. Then the Ramah says, I have another svar. The linear emishum de mitzvah sukkah ishu beso. Ish ishto kiderek shu dar kalashana. The mitzvah sukkah is ishu beso, that a man is supposed to be there with his wife. Just like he lives, it's also teshvakeh to do rivart, but not not relating to the cold. It relates to being there with your wife. So if you have a sukkah that you can't be there with your wife because you don't have a private sukkah, so then you're pater from sukkah. Therefore, the Ramah says, if you are able to have a private sukkah and your wife is willing to come with you to the sukkah, so then you should sleep in the sukkah with your wife and therefore be mekayin the mitzvah of teshvu ke'ein taduru of yeshiva b'sukkah. Now that's a great chiddush. That line of the Ramah is actually a, a phenomenal chiddush because the Gemara itself discusses whether women are chayiv in sukkah based on the fact that teshvu ke'ein taduru, based on the fact that a husband needs to be in the uh, needs to be in the sukkah. So the Gemara says in uh, the Gemara says in Eruchim Gimlam Beis Hakol Chayavim B'Sukkah Karnal Levim Yisraelim. So it says the Gemara, of course Karnal Levim are Chayiv. If they're not Chayiv, who is Chayiv? So the Gemara says, now I would have thought that Karnal are Patu because says B'Sukkah Teishvu. So Kain Taduru that just like Dira Ish Ishto Af Sukkah Ish Ishto and Kohanim since they're Bnei Avoda should not be Chayiv. Kamash and therefore it comes to me that they're still going to be Chayiv. So what's the implication? Is that I would have thought that sukkah is ishvi ishto, and therefore if you can't be there without your wife, your pater, kamashmulan, that no, you're still chayiv. Right? And the Gemara sukkah has a similar thing to try to figure out whether women are chayiv, and the Gemara says that no, it's not a chayiv for women, it's your chayiv, but it's not a chayiv for women. It's a havami. I would have thought a woman is chayiv because a man needs the woman there, kamashmulan, the woman's not chayiv. So it's an interesting mechanic, according to the Rebbe. It's an interesting uh, mechanics of the din, according to the Rabbah. The woman could say, I'm not chayiv, I'm not sleeping there. And the man could say, no, you have to sleep there because you need to help me do my mitzvah. And I can't do my mitzvah unless you sleep there. So the woman has no personal chayiv, but she has an obligation to help the husband out in order for him to be able to, uh, to fulfill the mitzvah. Now the Taz writes that married men are, the Taz and Tafresh Lam and Tess, Sivkat and Tess, says, no, married men are part of them sleeping in the sukkah. Because he's also the mitzvah, he's being his wife. He's uh, a woman has a has a, has a mitzvah of simchas yantif, and uh, and it's misameach's wife for for him to sleep in the same, in the bedroom with her and not to sleep in the the sukkah. So that's the question: Is that really a kiyum of the mitzvah of being misameach one's wife? The Gemara in the tenth paragraph of Masechus Pesachim says about nashim b'amem misamchem. How you misameach women on uh, on on, on yantif? Big tzivonim. You buy them nice clothing. Doesn't say that you uh, stay with them, that you sleep in the same room. But one could argue that's just rotsi isha bekavetiflus meisavur kavenu prishos that a woman would rather have, uh, you know, would rather have her husband with her more than anything else, and therefore maybe that's uh, that that does count as a as as a, a kiyum of being osek uh, in the mitzvah of being misameach one's uh, one's wife. Now in the in Chazon of Vadia, Ravadia Yosef doesn't buy it. He says, no, what does this have to do with those who are in the mitzvah? Those who are in the mitzvah is when you have two mitzvahs that are both in Adam Lamakom. 
So you're doing one, you have to do the other. Mitzvah on the Chaver, Mitzvah on the Makom, we don't say Osig Mitzvah Patamir Mitzvah. He has such a Yisod. So to be Mitzvah, your wife is Ben Adam Lechaveru. Sitting and sleeping in Sukkah is Ben Adam Lemakom. So he doesn't think that that would be, uh, that would be included in the uh, Mitzvah. Now the Ramah has another comment that if it's a sukkah that you can't sleep in, the Raman Simon Tafresh Mem, Siv Dalit says that, let's say there's a sukkah, Misha Lo Yu Chalishim B'Sukkah Machim Shetzar Lo B'Pishad Yadav Raglov, sorry, wrong, wrong Ramah, the Ramah says that if a, if a person has a sukkah, yeah, in V'yemasav Mitchilo B'Makom Shemitztar B'Achilo B'Shtiyo B'Sheina, O She'yev Shalom Lasos Echavim B'Sukkah Machim Shetzar Lo B'Pishad Yadav Raglov, Simon Tafresh Mem, you have a sukkah that you couldn't possibly sleep in because it's in a dangerous area or because it's just not shy to sleep in, it's too small to, to crunch your body up and sleep in it, or uh, it's uncomfortable to sleep in, for whatever reason, you're not able to sleep in that sukkah, then says the Ramah, you're not yotze with that sukkah anything. It's not a sukkah. You're not yotze even eating in that sukkah. One of the dinam of a sukkah is that your sukkah has to be ke'indira. It has to be like your house. And your house, you could do anything. You can't do anything in the sukkah. Mainly, you're not going to be yotze in such a sukkah. That's the uh, shita of the uh, of the Ramah. The Mishabura, um, uh quotes several achron that disagree with that Ramah. And it seems that the uh, that that the, if if the Ramah the shitaso accepts the first shita that the reason that people don't sleep in sukkah is because of the cold, then they shouldn't have eaten in the sukkah then either. If it's too cold to sleep in the sukkah, it means that it's not a sukkah that's right for everything. Unless you meant that, no, at night it was too cold. During the daytime they could have slept there, so during the daytime it's a kosher sukkah. At nighttime it's not a, uh, a kosher sukkah. At the end of the day, what are the heterim to not sleep in the sukkah? So we have uh, we, we have two basic kateriyim that are both quoted by the Ramah. We have the teshu came to do that it's freezing cold, and we have the fact that you're not going to be with your wife. So if you're a single person, you don't have the wife hat at all, obviously. And if you're a married person, then you got to look at. Uh, I mean, and, and and then the only hetter you have left is the hetter of the cold. So you have to look at how cold is cold. And I'm always talking in Poland. I mean, the way you have to measure that level of cold is, let's say your house was that cold. Would you leave your house and go somewhere else when your house was that cold? So that's uh, that's a question that a person has to ask themselves. It may depend on on who the uh, who the person is. Um, Rav Moshe, Rav Tenla told me that Rav Moshe, when he uh, when he would visit Mansi, would always sleep in the sukkah because in the Lower East Side he wasn't able to sleep in the sukkah because uh, in the Lower East Side it was terribly dangerous, and uh, so they couldn't they couldn't sleep in the sukkah. And in Russia. You could, you could die of freezing uh, cold. So he didn't have the opportunity to sleep in the sukkah. So he was so excited at the opportunity to sleep in the sukkah. And when he would visit his daughter and son-in-law in Mansi, that he would always sleep in the sukkah. And that's why the Templars built their dining room. They, t- they built a, a retractable roof on the dining room to turn the dining room to a sukkah because Ramosh was 90 years old and he insisted on sleeping in the sukkah. And they thought it was a uh, sakana for him. So they had to, they built a room for him off that, you know, as part of the house. That uh, that would be that would be a good uh, a good sukkah. Shlomo Zaman is an interesting chiddush. Shlomo Zaman in Halichah Shlomo writes that if someone falls asleep in the sukkah, the mitzvah is to go to sleep in the sukkah. The mitzvah is not to be asleep in the sukkah. So let's say there's not room for everybody in the sukkah. So you could tell somebody it's okay. You sleep in the sukkah, it's no problem. Then as soon as they fall asleep, you could pull them out and then you go sleep in the sukkah. Because once they're already sleeping, they're already making the mitzvah of sleeping in the sukkah. Not the most practical case, but uh, uh, you know. 
guess um, is an interesting chiddush in the sugya of sleeping uh, in, in, in the first place. Um, okay, I guess we'll stop. So again, a person should try to sleep in the sukkah. If you get sick or it makes you uh, become a chola, they become a tzayir, which you know very often happens. A person thinks I could tough it out and it's no problem, and then they get sick on the first night every year. By me, every year, the first night of sukkah. Well, not recently. Thank God, recently I've been much better. But for a while, every year I would get sick on the first night of sukkah, and that was it. That was it for me. That every other night I'd be back inside. But uh, if, uh, if you if the weather is decent. It happens to be one of the most enjoyable mitzvahs to do. Uh, sleeping in the sukkah is very gishmak, and uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful mitzvah we should try to, uh, to fulfill. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.